Okay. Everyone get your 72 facts ready. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was necessary, that comment. What is the sexual position? Are you ready for that? You got to be on, you got to be thinking about it. Ready to roll. But not thinking about it too much because you want it yeah, to be organic. I don't have any facts. Fuck, I'm going to get kicked off the episode. God <laughs> uh, damn it. I'll give you one. Okay. 72 is the number of hours in three days. <laughs> that's true. No, that's true. It's true. It's true. No, that's true. That's a good fact. It adds it's a up. true fox. Literally. Yeah. It adds up. It's a fact. True fox. <laughs> Fuck it. Fox. Fuck my facts. Fucking fox. <laughs> Nathan, worried or excited? I'm excited. Me too. Daniel, are you worried or excited? I'm worried. Welcome, everyone, to Trailer Park Podcast. I am Nathan. He is Daniel. We are cousins. Tonight's show could possibly blow your mind. You have to be worried or you have to be excited. You have to choose a side. Are you sitting down? I'm sitting down. My lesbian radar is very strong. I take back everything I said earlier about puzzle pieces and vision. You can go fuck yourself. Wish you could hear the sound of my jaw dropping. You, are you listening? Are you fair enough as a person that we should have even ground? Right, sake. <sighs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to Trailer Park Podcast. Trailer Park Podcast, episode 72. Merry Christmas to all of you. You ready? Happy Kwanzaa. Did you, did you know that was going to rhyme? Oh, the weather outside is frightful, but the fire is so delightful, and there's simply no place to go. Let it snow, let it snow, let it snow. You know that song's secretly racist, right? Um, I thought that was the white Christmas song that was racist. No, no, no that's, well, that also is racist, yes. Hmm. I think only Actually, they're all racist. Christmas should be banned. It's that's actually a, a Native Indian joke up 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 here in Canada. What's uh, what's wh- why are why are white people like snow? Oh my goodness! Why this thing is going off the rails? <laughs> because they're white and they're all over our land. Right. <laughs> should have guessed. Right. Yeah. Well, there that's you go. Forward sense of humor. Yeah. <laughs> it's just straight up. Just straight up. Yeah. So it is a Merry Christmas to everyone. Um, you have me, your host, Nathan, here. Merry Christmas. I love Christmas. I'm a huge Christmas fanatic. Big into big into the Xmas. Um, Daniel, my cousin, Christmas hater, uh, Grinch, but humbug, right? Yeah, I'm a real humbugger. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, Amanda, uh, yeah. I think you love Christmas, right? Right. Right. <laughs> that sounded convincing. Right. Not enough to buy a tree. Right. Right. God damn it. Damn it. God damn it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in turn, where are you on Christmas? You feel good about it? Uh, I enjoyed it when I was married. Wow, that was really depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait, you're a divorcee? What? You're not no. that. We have had this conversation before. <laughs> Dale's like, Wait a minute. You were married? <laughs> no, no, no. We have, we have. This is. How is that possible? I thought he was single forever. <laughs> it says, but you, you mean a widow, right? <laughs> no, no. Hmm. Interesting. Chelsea, uh, welcome to the podcast. Merry Christmas. I'm sober well, today. Is, you love Christmas. I do. Are you stay sober the whole time. Uh no, I'm on it. Oh, okay, good. She's mm. working on it. Um, what do you? How about seventy-two? I mean, t- tonight is episode seventy-two. How do you guys feel about seventy-two? I mean, set your feelings for Christmas aside. 
the age of you and Chelsea combined is 72 years. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Heavily favored in one direction. <laughs> 72 is also sort of like a classic, that's old age, right? Like when you're like, if you have to pin down an age where you're like, how, do, how old would you have to be to think that you were old? 72 sounds about right. I have 72 white hairs on my ass. Yes. Um. Dickhead. <laughs> <laughs> no. Wow. Um. Uh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I think you could probably say say that when you hit 72, every year is a blessing. Like, oh, still here. Yeah, you've made it. Now you're free to, like, steal things, curse at children. Mm-hmm. Uh, Do heroin. Drive real sloppy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you still have, like, another 42 years to go. Yeah. <laughs> Run for president. I don't know. Yeah, once you hit... Well, what's a good age for when, like, laws just don't apply to you anymore? <laughs> when you, you just do that, don't. Like, elder purge. You don't if you make it fuck. to 90, you can do whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> just act bewildered and, like, confused until they get frustrated with you and leave. Yeah. This old man stole all my shit. Oh, well, he's allowed. I don't. <laughs> this is yours. I, I, well, here, take it. If it's yours, I, I don't remember. It's just a dementia. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys know that 72 is referred to as a master number? Mm. It's a big deal. It appears in every single religion in a very prominent way. It also it is the number of names of God according to to the Kabbalah. It's a big deal. 72 is actually a pretty big deal. Is there 72 characters in the Masters of the Universe? Yes. Oh. Yep. There's 72 major temples found at Angkor, which uh, Chelsea has been to. It's in Cambodia. Mm-hmm. When she was briefly abducted. <laughs> well, 72 times. But what's really important? Is it that there's 72 hours inside of three days? Is it that there's, uh, you know, that it, that it's the temperature, like room temperature is 72 degrees usually? Is that important? Or is it that 72 is a number of humanitarianism, tolerance, and intuition? I think uh, that. I'm sorry. I was letting my stomach settle. <laughs> The average number of heartbeats per minute for a resting adult, the percentage of water of which the human body is composed, the life duration of the ovule is 72 hours. What's an ovule? The axis of the earth moves one degree every 72 years compared to stars and to the vault of heaven. It's the the atomic number of hafnium. Yeah, or the sexual position for 72. uh, When two uh, lithe-bodied, questionably aged boys settle together on a bed and a priest crooked priest of course stands next to the bed and gives his blessing for their sexual encounter that's the sexual position <laughs> what the fuck is that i think the positions have also encompassed just like uh, rituals <laughs> this is uh, the amount of jake gyllenhaal dicks you can fit in your mouth oh my god 72 percent. oh yeah Seven. it's a big one you want to go to the base but you just can't in 72 hours it will be christmas no. That's Ooh. what matters. Holy shit. That's a That's good one. That's true. That's yeah. a good one. You know what else? The only winter holiday that matters. <laughs> I think I think the important thing is to move on because um I think that I think that 72 is being shat on a little bit. I think it's being uh, I think it's being disrespected. So let's let's just quickly touch on 1972, the movies that came out. We've got The Godfather. Oh, one or two. The first one. Well, there's three of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> In turn there's is three. There- yeah, there's three of them. Yeah, or the Poseidon Adventure, um, the Last House on the Left, the original. That's for you, Daniel. There you go. Put a yeah. couple horror guys on the map. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Deliverance. Ah, oh, squeal like a pig. 
<laughs> and Ru- ruin Ned Beatty's career. Yeah. Don't forget Deep Throat. Mm. Mm. Oh yeah. Ew. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. 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 And in turn, can you please tell us what happened at the seventy-second Academy Awards, also known uh, as the two thousand? Two thousand for nineteen ninety-nine. Right, honoring movies in nineteen ninety-nine. Yeah. Uh so the host was Billy Crystal. Um and I'm going to let you guys know there was a shocker here, but the best documentary short went to King Gimp. <laughs> that's, um, that's your nickname. That? Uh, yeah, that just became your new nickname. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is the year that American Beauty almost won the, the Big Five and joined the elite class of three other films, but didn't because Hilary Swank won an award for playing a boy. She won Best Actress for playing a boy. Sanity. And Boys Don't Cry. Boys Don't Cry is good. It's hard to argue against it. But Annette Bening. Also really tough yeah. to watch. I love that movie. I think she, so she should have so, uh, so won Daniel, best, best Supporting Actor. Daniel, you, you've seen Boys Don't Cry then? Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, I have. It, <laughs> it, it literally <laughs> destroyed Hilary Swank as a sexual being for me forever. <laughs> I got huge respect for her for as an actress. I like I like her a lot. I, but she kind of dropped off the map a little bit. Lately. Yeah, didn't she follow that up with the core? Uh, well, Last Million Dollar Baby four years later won another Oscar. Thank you. Yeah, isn't she like been nominated only twice and has won both times? Yeah, she's fucking amazing. Oh yeah, um, and Tom Cruise got nominated for uh, Magnolia in this year. Yeah, and she yeah, the, uh, next would have been great if he won. But you know who won instead? Respect Michael the Klein. cock and tame the cunt. Ah, damn it. <laughs> Michael Caine took it instead. Ah, uh, for the side uh, of Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually not bad. Keep going. <laughs> that's all I can do. That's all you can do. Yeah, that's like me and Cliff Clavin. <laughs> and then uh, American Beauty swept up the rest. They got uh, screenplay, cinematography, actor, director, picture. That was a big year. I remember as, what, was I a teenager then? I think I was. As a teenager, I remember walking out of the movies in 1999 after seeing American Beauty and Fight Club back to back, essentially, and thinking, I'm probably not going to have another double feature movie experience like this in my life. And I don't think I have. But you will in February. Oh, <laughs> when we John Wick and Darker Shades of Black. <laughs> Darker Shades of Gray. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> so, so the sequel to the, to the other one? Are you saying that Sad Sack Studios has to put Fifty Shades Darker on a lineup? Uh, I don't know Amanda? what would possess you to not put it on a lineup. Uh, but it, it does mean that the intern has to watch it if I do it. I'm not a host. Yeah, that's true. It does, but you can headline that. You, that's you our can headline. put it on a Lost Trailers of a What the Fuck episode. How did this movie get made? Well, I already watched the first one, so I'm... And it was well pretty good. You got two. your rocks off, don't lie. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you like PG masturbated, like under the clothes, didn't, yeah. didn't finish. I never PG masturbate. <laughs> it's always... <laughs> Triple X, baby. Uh, did you officially lay down the uh, sexual position for 72? Is that the priest thing? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, okay. All right, I just want to touch base before we move on. They get more complicated as time goes on. I got I got some news for you here tonight, folks. We got a special event happening tonight. Uh, there is no grab bag, and the Q&A is, is basically... Uh, I'm not even going to ask you to play the music, Daniel, because tonight we're going to be doing something special. What about news tubes? <laughs> Actually, news tube sounds like a better name for it than grab. It. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for news tubes. <laughs> Brought to you by Fuckface. 
Okay. <laughs> um, actually, in honor of our headliner tonight, we will all be passengers as we journey through 2016. <clears throat> it has felt like we all woke up early from a long <laughs> travel. Sad Sack Studios is tasking us with performing a roundtable discussion tonight to choose the ultimate 2016 Trailer Park podcast lineup. The trailers we select tonight will be posted on a special page on the website. 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 <laughs> Declare- website. <laughs> Declaring the ultimate Trailer Park podcast lineup for 2016. How do we do this, you ask? That's what you're asking. How do we do this? Right, guys? Everybody's asking? Tell uh, me how, how do we, we do, do this? this? Yeah, we're going to keep things nice and cool and calm. Everyone's going to come out about whether they're a Hillary or a Trump supporter. <laughs> and we're going to dig down deep into some facts. <laughs> Sad Sack has prepared five montages of the nominees. Only movies in the headliner position can compete for the ultimate headliner. Only movies in the second trailer position can compete for the second trailer position. And Fulcrums against Fulcrums and so on. Right. And if, to our cool million out there listening, please feel free to write in and give official names to position two, four, and five. Well, the montages might actually help you make that name. Uh, five nom- nominees. Man, wait, I... wait, 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 wait. Do I need to write anything down? No. Okay. Five nominees have been selected by Sad Sack Studios for each trailer position, and the montages have been created to remind and excite us about how great some of the trailers have been this year. Sad Sack asks us to remember that this is about how great the trailer was and not necessarily about how great the movie ended up being. So notice how he just says sad sack when he wants to talk about himself in the third person. (laughs) (laughs) Drop that curtain. It's better than saying uh, fuck face. (laughs) Put together these montages. Um, (laughs) Sad sack gave this to us pressed thoroughly through the fuck face factory. Now, these montages are pretty sweet. Uh, Sad sack is quite proud of them. <laughs> um, I will let uh, Amanda. You you can tell us which which position you would like to do first. Seventy two, right? <laughs> what? Never mind. Uh, I wanna... Which 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 uh, which one would you like to debate or roundtable first? I like a middle out uh, situation. Let's do fulcrums first. Let's get that. Okay. Get All right. Uh, here we go with the uh, fulcrum trailer montage with the five nominees for the ultimate lineup of 2016. God, this thing is so official. Maybe they're overcompensating. It's kind of hard to call everybody up out of the blue after two years. This will be over soon, gentlemen. What are they doing? They're coming. (laughs) Good news, I got another job. This guy has got at least 300K. Is he blind? That's kind of messed up to have a blind guy, isn't it? Just because he's blind don't mean he's the same, bro. He's gonna be a piece of cake. Dangerous. 
fascinated by how the inside of the body looked. Nice. Okay. So your nominees are The Invitation, Green Room, Don't Breathe, Neon Demon, and The Eyes of My Mother. Uh, my vote would be for The Eyes of My Mother, um, simply because I think everyone was behind it. Uh, Neon Demon, I really enjoy the music in it, and I ended up liking Green Room the most as a movie that, out of the ones I've seen. And The Invitation also was very appealing to me as well, but I think I got to lean Eyes of My Mother because everybody was into it. Yeah, everybody was into it. Um, Amanda and I have seen it. And, I've seen them all. And, we, and we've confirmed it, I think, on the last episode. And, yeah, Green Room was great. Uh, Invitation was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, but what should stand as the fulcrum of 2016? I I got to vote Green Room because uh, the the trailer and the movie, I mean, I know we're not basing it on the movie, but it was so gritty and so dark. And to me was, I was, I mean, I was tense. The whole time. I mean, Eyes of My Mother's great, too. I mean, it's a tough call. Two totally different styles, different movies, but... Yeah, it would be between those two. Neon Demon was... Uh... Yeah, it had a good trailer. Yeah, yeah I, I liked the music in the trailer, and I thought the trailer was pretty unique. That's why it made the nominee list, because of its 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 strength of trailer, not because of what it is as a movie. Yeah. No, although I could cut Neon Demon down into like the most beautiful 12-minute music video ever made. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. In turn, where do you stand? Uh, as the trailers go, I I like the Neon Demon trailer, but I I think I'm in the exact same position as you. I'll I'll say the eyes of my mother as well. Looks like we're looking for a tie break here, Chelsea. So wait, we've got two Green Room and two The Eyes of My Mother? Well, I don't know if Daniel said Green Room or not. Uh, I'll settle on Eyes of My Mother. Okay. That's okay. a winner. That's it. That did it. Well, well in what's case your anyone's opinion, interested. Oh, yeah. We didn't need you. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Which one did you like the most? Green Room. Okay. Man, must because... Be a, better at this. Must be a female thing. It's a... Well, actually, I haven't seen The Eyes of My Mother. And that saw noise... <laughs> That's haunting. It's haunting. <laughs> yeah. There'll be lots of noises that are haunting after you see that movie. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> uh, Ch- Chelsea, which which uh, trailer position would you like next? Ooh, I want the epic headliner. You want to do the headliner? I want the headliner. Okay. Woo. see you as a hero, there are some who'd prefer the word vigilante. You've operated with unlimited power and no supervision. That's something the world can no longer tolerate. The Daily Planet criticizing those who think they're above the laws is hypocritical. What'd you say? Considering every time your hero saves a cat out of a tree, you read a puff piece editorial about an alien. You could burn the whole place down. War objects have landed around the world. This is one of 12. I'm never going to be able to speak their words. Got two days. Figure something out. I am human. 
their language. We need to make sure that they understand the difference between a weapon and a tool. Language is messy and sometimes one can be both. Civil War, Batman, Batman v Superman, v Superman. Colon Dawn of Justice, Arrival, 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 Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange, and Star Trek Beyond. Mm. <sighs> Intern, why don't you start us off? Okay, I will. Okay, um, go ahead, Chelsea. <laughs> it's got to be Arrival, right? Right. I mean, the movie. I don't know if I can speak to the movie. It was kind of a weird, an unexpected twist, but the trailer stands apart from all those other. Well, it's basically a rival versus superheroes. Pretty much, yeah. Three Star Trek is like superheroes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's the only original movie on the entire lineup. Does that make it the winner? In my eyes. Well, uh, I firmly got Villeneuve's cock in my mouth, so. Me too, on both of what you two said. (laughs) Huh, odd, yeah, because I don't remember, even though I was definitely excited for and still want to see Arrival. I don't think I remember being affected by the trailer in the same way you guys are describing it. Where'd you uh, go? I'm, I'm actually good with... Um, Batman? S- Star Trek Beyond got me pretty jacked with that music. Rihanna. <laughs> 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 I do Maybe... It's sl- hard, though, with that one because the first trailer has left such a bad taste in everyone's mouth. Civil War? Uh, yeah, I was no. about to say I would go Civil War. Because we all saw it as a group. We saw it together as a family. We did see it together Fuck. as a family. Fuck. <laughs> a little podcast family. <laughs> and what it is, is Christmas. What is that? Oh, okay. <laughs> what was that fuck for, Daniel? That was from the trailer of Civil War, where he enters the room and goes, Fuck. Yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. No, I was trying to clip that part. <laughs> Buck. Um, yeah, I think Civil War of Batman, maybe, I think, was the most, like... B- brutal, impressive trailer to me that I can remember, even though I don't really, I don't know. Hmm. I, I could give no fucks about Doctor Strange. That trailer. Okay, okay so Doctor Strange is out. Out. Beyond is out. Yeah. It's between Civil War, Batman v Superman, and Arrival. Star Trek Beyond. Civil- yeah, I'll go Civil War too. Oh. Mm. Family. Family Christmas. over Villeneuve. I'm with you guys. There sure. it is. Civil War, we saw it together. Christmas. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Can we all agree? Oh. The persuasive decision-making that's happening. Okay, in turn, you take the ball. You tell us what uh, what slot Number you want. five, baby. I already know what movie it is. Yeah, I think... Caboose. I think we're all going to agree pretty fast, I think.
from starvation. You're special. You're special. David, we're gun runners. Let's go run some guns. The triangle of death, bro? <laughs> we drive through all triangles, including your mom's. I really wanted to be this person that you thought I was. You're crazy. You're making a big mistake. You'll never find out. When you love someone, you have to be careful with it. You might never get it again. For 72 hours, we shall know for sure. Is this a game? A test. Everything is a test. Do we even need to discuss it? What was that last Not really. movie? Allied. Oh. Allied. So, Swiss Army Man. Independence Day trailer. Resurgence, War Dogs, Nocturnal Animals, and Allied. I'm going to put my vote in for Independence Day Resurgence. <laughs> <laughs> I talk Ooh. about a couple of the most, like, miss, I mean, mm. War Dogs, man. I'm still f- so mad about that movie. Yeah. The trailer was good, though. The that's, trailer was really good. That's where my vote goes. Because I. The trailer. The trailer what? is mm. so good. But the trailer for Swiss Army Man is like the best trailer all year. Yeah, well. And then the movie itself is also like really haunting and lingering. That's that's like one of my favorite soundtracks that I've. I'm yeah. I think Daniel. I've heard Daniel intern and me are gonna all go Swiss Army Man. So I've got sad. You gotta go with the Daniels. I've got sad sacks producers in my ear saying, "Choose the other side. Choose the other side." (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Chelsea, choose something else. Make this a conflict. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Okay. What's left? The second position and the fourth position. Mm -hmm. Did we hear from Amanda? uh... I picked the first one. Oh, okay. Well, it's either that or Independence Day. That speech gets her. It brings her to tears. It does every time. Mm -hmm. I was like (laughs) mouthing it just now. Vanish without a fight. <laughs> We're going to live on. I can hear her. That's why it's in there for you, because I can hear you in the background. You're like, <laughs> we celebrate our independence. And then okay, it goes, um, Bill Paxton, you just crush it every Bill time. Bill Pullman. Pullman, Pullman. No, I'm sorry. Paxton crushes it every time, too, though. Yeah. yeah Pullman, a man for <laughs> the Bills. Usually plays just the boring, for, like, generic white guy, does have one of the best movie like army prep speeches mm-hmm. in history. Um, let's go number two. Trailer number two. Where is my child? I 
I got a plan. It might get us both killed, but if it works, it'll be a totally boss story. Cool? No. No, it's not cool. Cool. No, I said it's not cool. For those who don't know me, my name's John Lee. And I'm a real success story. How old are you? 18. Take off some of those clothes. Oh my god, you are doing porn! Maybe I like it. <laughs> oh, it's gotta be King Cobra. <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say, is that the Cobra? <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I kind of thought the winner was going to be Cobra. You girls got any objections? Jane yeah. Got Gun was in that lineup. <laughs> yeah. Jane Got Gun. I had to start it off with, uh, where <sighs> is my child? Or I mean, Sad Sack had to start it off with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I don't think we can go anywhere but King Cobra, can we? Unless but you want to go Only Mel Knows Mel. Only Mel Knows Mel. Yeah. That's a good point. No, it's King Cobra. Next. Cobra, for okay. sure. All right, trailer number four. What the fuck is this? Oh, shit, niggas. This my shit right here. Freedom. 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 Give me your left arm. No. Yeah, come on. No. When you're talking to your doctor, no. you tell him you have a spiral fracture. No. Deep breath. Yeah. So, you have learned the terrible truth. They're eating children! Fucking children! Private Doss does not believe in violence. Do not look to him to save you on the battlefield. With the world so set on tearing itself apart, doesn't seem like such a bad thing to me to want to put a little bit of it back together. If you are going to have intercourse tonight, please do not do it on company property. Go into the Rite Aid parking lot. We're talking Rite Aid, baby, make it all night. Fwit, fwit, fwit. Oh, pardon me. Everybody's hating on that movie except us, babe. I know. I, I think we're alone on that one. <laughs> we, maybe. we just had a good time that day. So what do we got here? We got Keanu. Keanu. Yep. Heard that. This is my jail. <laughs> that was a good trailer. Oh, shit, nigga. <laughs> I think most of these were actually really good trailers. They were, yeah. Nice guys. Solid trailer. Sausage yeah. Party. Gotta love the reveal on that one. Hacksaw Ridge. Only Mel Knows Mel slash Andrew Garfield is just crushing it as a pussy. <laughs> Hero, hero pussy. I think you might want to pull a little bit back together. <laughs> Such a great line. Uh, office uh, office Christmas party trailer. I don't know. I don't know what to do here on this one. This seems like the hardest choice to make. Because I've, so. I've been walking around in my life just randomly saying, And you do that after you see the movie, too, which is why everyone I have heard talk about uh, office Christmas party has just shit all over it as an atrocious offensive thing and oh it's not and i we we liked it we had a great time and like i can't stop laughing about oh please it's a key it's what god would drive yeah (laughs) i don't know it is a ridiculous it has a loose premise it's really just a bunch of setups for jokes but it has like i kept hearing complaints about how many montages it has in it 
And I liked all of the montages. In an over-the-top comedy, pile the montages in. That's fine. People go in with, like, too high of an expectation on movies like this. Because, yeah, you just need a premise that's, like, tolerable to tie the shenanigans together. I can watch... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I can watch TJ Miller say funny shit all day I can watch TJ Miller snort cocaine in slow motion. <laughs> I can't believe you guys aren't talking about Kate McKinnon because she's the best part of that oh, movie. Oh, no, she is. Oh, no, she no, is she great. is great. She's yes. great. But uh, we just happened to that's love TJ. That's Amanda's favorite line. It's a, it's, it's a Kia. This is what God would drive. Yeah. <laughs> she's great throughout the whole thing. Her farting shit is really funny. Oh, you were, also. Um, you've already seen it. Okay, yeah. 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 When she admits her, <laughs> her sexual harassment <laughs> suit that she filed against herself. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, it was just average. Oh, I've got man. the uh, I've got the producers in my ear here, um, pushing for the nice guys uh, because it's obviously office Christmas party because it has created this massive discussion about it. No, and no, it, and it it's hits. sausage party because that's the most unique trailer. It's not unique. You guys, a trailer out besides Swiss Army Man. Good one, yeah. It's Keanu because cats. <laughs> Keanu was an epic trailer. I don't know that office Christmas party trailer. It just like it hits you. It just keeps pounding and pounding. Like when it goes yeah. into its big series, it's like throwing shit at you and from on the screen and just slapping you in the face with intensity and fun and yeah. But I'm up- I'm upset because everyone went Swiss Army Man, but that's what makes War Dogs such a great trailer. Is it assaults you with the music and the jokes, and it makes the movie look good when it's terrible. Yeah, yeah a, whoever made that trailer is made like, gold out of garbage. Well, if that's why it. it's a nominee. Like all of these, it it is an honor to be nominated. <laughs> Except for Jane Got Gun, because she just got thrown in there for no reason. Well, trailer two was a weaker position. <laughs> the, the TPP noms. TPP noms. They're out. This is them. We're choosing the winners. Sometimes the winner can be debated. I will put the nominees up on the on the thing as well. But I just I don't know. What, what do you guys think? You guys just started like buzzing about the Office Christmas Party, and it and the trailer did assault you. Sausage Party has the reveal in it, and that's great. But the you know. The very beginning I, and the very end are not really that impactful. I liked Sausage Party because it's it's like a story into itself. Sorry, you did, like Sausage Party? Did you say Sausage Christmas Party? You like Sausage Party? No, I, it's, mm. I like Sausage you, Party. You will tie dick. You want to have a sausage party. <laughs> I want to have a sausage orgy. With other flip, men. Flip, flip, Okay, well, <laughs> this is no longer about trailers, I guess. Uh, <sighs> come on, somebody make this decision for me. Oh, yep. Office Christmas party. There it is. Okay. Right, a baby making parking lot all night. Okay. Uh, Daniel, let's move on to our lineup tonight. No, it's Christmas time. It's Christmas time. What is Christmas? It's Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. We have to do a Christmas. I sent you some shit. We have to. Oh, right. Okay. To the cool million, we have received presents from the intern this year. There's a card too. Uh, only me and Chelsea got presents. He spurned Daniel and Amanda and did not give them anything. That's true. Yeah. Have to do something to upset me more. <laughs> See here, what does the card say? Uh, the card says, bro. Dude, bro. Dude, bro. I put a little something in your Christmas card. It should come in handy the next time I give you crap. It's a roll of toilet paper. It's a roll flip, of toilet flip paper. Flip it over again. Yep. Use TP again? and a used condom. I knew it. What do you mean again? What's on the back? Oh. I don't remember what Please I said. Please use to wipe that shit-eating grin off your face. Nathan. Okay. Who's opening their present first, intern? 
either one of you. At the same time. Okay, go. There you go. They're matching copies of Mother Mad Max. Motherfucker. <laughs> um, okay, so Chelsea has been given Finding Nemo. Her you most, know I have no soul. Her most hated movie. I hate. I can't even look at him. And um, <laughs> the intern has given me uh, the new Fantastic Four on Blu-ray. Nathan actually liked Just that movie. Something like that goes it. straight to your heart. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what? I really appreciate that intern. Thank you for the Christmas present. You are dead oh. to me. <laughs> uh, That's a couple coasters. No, it wasn't a fuck you, but it was close. <laughs> Uh, fuck you, I spent at least $20 to say fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the shipping costs more than those DVDs did. Uh, Amanda, give me a goddamn it. God damn it. There you go. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Good stuff. All right, Daniel. Cue the music. Trailer number one Passengers. Passengers, here we go. Hello. Is he asking me on a date? She didn't seem that impressed. Clean up pretty good yourself. You two look fine this evening. We're on a date. Very nice. Took you long enough to ask. So, why did you give up your life on Earth? We boarded the Avalon with a destination. 120 years hibernation means we'll wake up in a new century on a new planet. But a year ago, Everything changed. Hello? Anybody here? Hello? Do you know what's going on? Nobody else is awake. I think something went wrong with the hibernation pods. We woke up too soon. 90 years too soon. This can't be happening. We have to go back to sleep. We can't. Something's wrong. Something big. What do we do now? Do you trust me? This ship is gonna go. I have to do this. Something I have to tell you. There's a reason we woke up early. Nathan, worried or excited? 
There is a TV trailer out there that flashes a bunch of quote persuasion on the on the uh, screen. And one of the things it says is stylish and sexy. And I, I got to say, when I first heard about this premise in this movie, like, oh, Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence are going to be in a movie, like a sci-fi movie about people that wake up from hibernation. Why are they so attractive? Well, they're like the two most attractive people I've ever seen in my entire life. They're going to be the supreme beings on the new planet. Yeah. This is about them becoming gods. I was excited when I first heard about it, but there's something awkward about their chemistry. And when I see the word stylish and sexy on a sci-fi movie, I get worried. Yeah, you should. I'm worried about passengers. What about the twist? I'm worried about it. There's a reason we woke up early. I hope I'm wrong. Directed by the guy that did Imitation Game. Script is supposed to be good. But I am concerned. It doesn't really seem like it's about science fiction. It seems it's like it's about their you know, love and, and, and what have you. And if it's going to be in space, then I want it to be about space, right? No, you want a story. Well, I'm excited. There it is. Yeah, Chelsea's excited. I'm a sucker for sci-fi. I can't handle it. And if it makes, if 30% of the movie makes sense to me, then it'll be good. Mm. Chris Pratt, I could just watch him. Mm. Do his thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, me too, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> For I thought it was Chris Pine. Two hours. Well, I'm also a Pine that, yeah. <clears throat> Did you know that J-Law is Darren Aronofsky's girlfriend? Of course she is. Really? Yeah, it just, really? just happened because J-Law is in his new movie and they're getting it on. They've been She's better taste than I thought. They're rumored to be uh, fucking. Well, is it weird that I'm more jealous of her than him? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. That is strange. Well, can I get a picture of Darren Aronofsky on screen, please? <laughs> okay. Uh, he's pretty mediocre looking. It's it's that brain. It's that. For that, when I was in my early twenties. <laughs> <laughs> he's got quite a mustache. That mustache. So I'm worried. Chelsea's excited. Amanda. I'm worried, and I wouldn't be worried if I had just watched the trailer. I'm worried because I've like read some stuff about the movie, which was probably a mistake, I guess. But um, I love both of them, and they're beautiful, and I want to watch them have sex with each other. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I know why at least one of them is awake, and it irritates me. And so I think the movie is going to be more about boring stuff than it's going to be about science fiction and space and, you know, the the... The good stuff. That's not be. fair. You have information. I have too much information. I have too much. Amanda, tell us the information. <laughs> no, not yet. No, please don't. Don't, pers- don't persuade other people. No, I, I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried. No, and here, and I was close. I was very close because I am also a huge sci-fi fan. Love Chris Pratt. Jay Long, cool with. Uh, but this, with those Cal, like with those, like like you said, they're so attractive. With people that are that attractive, but are still charming, good actors, and you want to give them the benefit of that part of them, as opposed to the attractive part of them. This needed to be a very closed-in sci-fi movie. This needed to be intimate, like Moon, like stay in the ship, in the corridor. Everything is tight, close shots. But no, you can see from the trailer already. There's floating around in space and explosions, and people getting stuck in weird like space balls of water in their underwear and just looking at j-law flapping around in a suit floating around out in space i just quickly went from god damn it i wanted to be excited to i guess i have to be worried still gonna see it though nice good answer 
Uh, intern, did you say anything? I always forget when you speak. You're dead. I class, watched so... this movie today. What? <laughs> oh, you can't answer. Oh, you, can't. you forfeit. I didn't actually watch the movie today. I am. <laughs> Why? Why would you? I hate you. I am water gravity bubble excited. Yay! <laughs> I've read a lot you. of stuff, and a lot of people are hating on this movie in my sphere of Twitter. Um, and I still don't care. It's space. There's weird gravity shit. I'm going to enjoy watching this, even if the story sucks. That's at the I'll enjoy TPP. this, hopefully, as much as I enjoyed Gravity, oh. which was a pleasure to watch. Why yeah. do you have to go and ruin it yeah, like we that? Didn't, we didn't like you've, you've confirmed that I made the right decision. Yeah. 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 Gravity was awful. Yeah. Did you guys watch it in 3D? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Assaulted? Yeah. I didn't get assaulted by it, no. I was bored. Uh, I got offended nope. by it. I recognized the gimmick immediately, thought, why did I give Sandra Bullock another chance? Oh, my God, is that George Clooney floating around as a ghost? And then, oh, she's kissing the ground. I was like, I was like, this guy's good because he directed the third Harry Potter? What? I don't get it. Why does it matter? I do, though. I want to be excited. I just can't be. I'm a fucking pine nut. I'm a prat brat. Like. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's great. Uh, buzz this shit. And let's. Look at trailer number two, starring Denzel Washington and Viola Davis. Called Fences. Fences. Here we go. Hey, Pop, mm. can I ask you a question? How come you ain't never liked me? Like you? What law is there say I got to like you? None. All right, then. Don't you eat every day? Answer me when I talk to you. Don't you eat every day? Yeah. As long as you in my house, you put a sir on the end of it when you talk to me. Yes, sir. You eat every day. Yes, sir. Got a roof over your head. Yes, sir. Got clothes on your back. Yes, sir. Why you think that is? Because of you. <laughs> Hell, I know it's because of me, but why do you think that is? Because you like me? Like you. I go out of here every morning, I bust my butt because I like you. You're about the biggest fool I ever saw. A man is supposed to take care of his family. You live in my house, fill your belly with my food, put you behind on my bed because you're my son. It's my duty to take care of you. I owe a responsibility to you. I ain't got to like you. Now, I don't give you everything I got to give you. I give you your life. Me and your mama worked that out. Between us and liking your black ass wasn't part of the bargain. Now, don't you go through life worrying about whether somebody like you or not. You best be making sure that they're doing right by you. You understand what I'm saying? Everything that boy do, he do for you. It's not easy for me to admit that I've been standing in the same place for 18 years. Well, I've been standing with you. I gave 18 years of my life to stand in the same spot as you. Intern, worried or excited? So, you know, when you've been with someone for 18 years and 
you've just been a, a fucking asshole for 18 years and then get they say person. they say one thing and you're like holy shit i've been an asshole for 18 years <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah that's got to be quite the realization not that i feel sorry for him but you know that would be pretty pretty tough to handle realizing that you've been a dick for so long i'm pretty excited um to watch this this looks like it's going to be thick with emotional drama relationshipy movie making i'm excited so emotional syrup excited that's like yeah snotty crying excited <laughs> no there was some snot going on there i like that chelsea can i get a runtime oh shit <laughs> standing question 190 minutes no you can't Whew. um so it's just about two and a half hours long Why'd you tell me that? 138 minutes. That. It's two hours and 18 minutes. Why are you rounding 12 minutes up? It's like two hours and 20. I said just. What did I say? You said two and a half hours. Just about. It's it's only two hours and 18 minutes. It's only two hours and 18 minutes. minutes. No, five minutes of that is going to be the credits. You're really looking at two hours, 10 minutes. Okay. Well, something's got to happen, right? It's basically two hours. What? What is this movie about? Is it, do you think it spans their entire life? Is it just the snip of their life at the end? An African-American father struggles with race relations in the United States while trying to raise his family in the 1950s and coming to terms with the events of his life. Sounds like flashbacks. Yeah. You know, I... Can I give you information? Okay. Uh, Denzel Washington and Viola Davis performed this. it's, It's actually a stage play that... They performed on stage and did a run, I think, on Broadway or off-Broadway. It does have that feel a little bit. Like in the round kind of a play. So they are very, they have a lot of practice at this script. And they translated it with August Wilson into a movie that Denzel Washington has directed. And that is getting huge award buzz. Like they're basically handing Viola Davis the best supporting actress already. Yeah, she's snotted up at least 45 times before this. Supporting actress. Yeah, that was the argument, but she got slotted in. She got slotted in best supporting actress for um, for the Golden Globes. So the idea is that she's probably going to end up there for Oscar as well. Okay, well that it's going to be like all I'm saying. They have a lot of practice, so the performances are going to be really, really good. The buzz about the movie is really, really good. So it's going to be quality. It's gonna it's gonna execute. It just depends on whether you give a shit. I'm gonna go excited based on the trailer. And not the runtime, just because the trailer is really good and it's captivating. It's got that saw noise that is from the eyes of our mother trailer. <laughs> so I'm going to give it the benefit of the doubt, even though I think that it might be boring. We got uh, excited, even though it might be boring from Chelsea. Amanda? Hmm. I am <sighs> sad to know about the runtime. Oh, yeah, I'm me too. sorry. Uh, but it's important to know. Uh, I've seen a longer trailer than this one, which oh. gives a little bit more um, stuff for them to get into. So I do think that there's more material to fill some of that time. However, anything over 205, 210 is too long on any movie, in my opinion, unless it's Lord of the Rings and it's an epic. Um <laughs> Uh, but I, I do think I'm excited because I do like the concept of, um, like being upfront about and, or coming to terms with the fact that you resent your family 
for whatever reason, I like that conceptually and the the internal struggle of like feeling guilty about that and also feeling really hostile and being angry at the people that you love because you're mad at yourself for some perceived, you know, failure or whatever. Um, so I think I'm going to like it. I'm, I hope it's not as slow as it probably will be, but I'm excited. And I will hop in behind that for a lot of the same reasons. That is actually a big part of why The Babadook is such a fascinating horror movie because one of the biggest horrors in it is watching this mother deal with the fact that she hates her own son. So I was immediately captivated by Denzel going, I give you everything you need to be a human. I don't also have to love you. So like that was, I was weirdly excited about this. Almost dropped back into worried territory with the runtime. But you know what? It's pretty rare. I give a drama and excited, especially an ethnic drama. I'm going excited. Also, Viola's gonna win. She better win. And was that... She's so good all the time. Was that Mike Epps playing a mentally handicapped person in the family? I don't know. I think it was. Like Denzel was feeding. I thought it was his... I don't know. I assumed yeah, maybe father. like a son that had some sort of mental problem. Oh. I think that was Mike Epps. I think it was McKelty Williamson. Okay. Well, you know for sure. I'm looking at a cast list. I don't see Epps. Okay. I am excited. Drop jaw. Stunned that my cousin just said excited. Don't know what to do with myself. Overjoyed. Loving this. Excited. Woo. Yay. But you already heard me stoke the fires of this movie. I think it's going to yeah. be an executed you know, on point. It's going to take all that Oscar so white crap away this year, which I couldn't stand last year. So irritating. Just having one movie that's like, boom, just crushing it with uh, some culture or some color in it is great. I feel racist. Okay. <laughs> Trailer number three, The Fulcrum. Tonight, Daniel stars one of your favorite actors, uh, Brian Cox, and also a troubled young man, Emil Hirsch, recently had some trouble with the law. Uh, those guys usually sp- spit out some really great performances. Uh, this is called The Autopsy of Jane Doe. The Autopsy of Jane Doe. Here we go. Swallowed a cloth. Where is that? 
Dad? No one could see what we have seen. All right, Daniel, are you worried or excited about the autopsy of Jane Doe? Well, I went on a little roller coaster, didn't I? Because IFC Midnight showed up, and IFC Midnight is notorious for making 90% garbage. But the 10% that is successful that they make is actually really good. So it's always like kind of iffy or like playing the lotto whenever you see IFC Midnight pop up. Um... But then Brian Cox is in there. The feel of the movie seems all right. And then when it kicks in with the director of Troll Hunter. (laughs) And that sounds like I'm saying that as a joke. But no, Troll Hunter is reasonably okay. Actually, it's even on the better part of okay. Would you say it's pretty damn spectacular? Not pretty damn spectacular, but it's (laughs) it's fun. And it's definitely better than you would expect. That's what the poster says. (laughs) So... I saw. I don't know. I, I gotta. I gotta maybe just pipe in to contribute to your um, monologue here. Is that I think that putting two actors like that, Emil Hirsch and Brian Cox, in a room doing an autopsy, trying to figure out like that part was really intriguing to me in that in in, in the trailer. Yeah, where, where I agree. That, yeah, that, that, and that and those parts will be good too. Yeah, where they're chalkboarding what happened to her and getting intense. That was being really engaging. Yeah, and a lot of the horror stuff didn't seem like over the top, just like jump scare kind of stuff. It looked like there was a little bit of thought put into things. So it's it's hilarious because I'm sitting there and I'm kind of going on a bit of a roller coaster, like thinking about how you would evaluate it. And I'm like, oh, oh, that's oh, there's body horror here. They're going to be digging into the corpse. Oh, they're debating. Yeah, this is good. Oh no, 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 it's going supernatural. It's going supernatural. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 oh. That's right, yeah. That is our fear, right? If it goes too far to the supernatural or becomes too much about ghosts, then I'm going to have to quickly duck out. But from what I see, I'm going to lean excited. That's not a very passionate excited, <laughs> but it is an excited. Amanda? Um, whew, I didn't know how to feel about it the whole time. I was, I was back and forth and what's going on. And so I'm going to just have to base my decision on... Emil Hirsch, who I think is adorable, so excited. What has he been doing? I don't He's know. He's been getting into trouble. I forget what he recently got in trouble for, but I think it was like assault or something. <laughs> okay. I'd like to move mine to a, in an impassioned excited. <laughs> He's been getting He's... violent. Oh, is a convicted felon? Excited. <laughs> He's I'm, got it in him. I'm really interested in... Some of this and Chelsea's reaction to me is hilarious because the 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 jingling bell on the ankle. She's sitting here like, oh. yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's that supernatural shit that I roll my eyes at in the movie, and then late at night I turn into an infant child. Um, oh, you won't dangle your feet off the side of the bed in no, the dark, Chelsea? I won't. And in fact, our bed is firmly on the ground. So that there is no under the bed, closet door is closed, door locked, um, and then I watch my cat very closely when I'm scared because I figure if she's cool, 
then I should be cool. Yeah, she will know two seconds before your throat is slit. Exactly. (laughs) And I take comfort in that. So I don't know what it is about this movie and our roller coaster uh, ride. I I actually wake up after you've fallen asleep and open the closet door. And then I set my alarm before you wake up and I close it before you wake up. Just to give them access. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Was this the red band trailer? I wasn't paying attention. It's a green band. Was there a red band trailer? There is a red band, but it's like Not a as good. 45 seconds shorter and doesn't give you as much. Yeah, and just Brian Cox takes his shirt off is the only difference. I was going <laughs> to ask if there's boobs in it yeah, because. It does. Yeah, the red band trailer has boobs. I was worried. Some nips. It's no good horror movie. There is no good horror movie that doesn't have some form of nudity. Oh, it's got nudity. Good. Well, then I can firmly place my uh, vote in excited but never going to watch it because I want to sleep again. Daniel, can you burden Troll Hunter to me? <laughs> I can. <laughs> I believe it's Norwegian. I'm interested in this poster. Intern. <laughs> uh, Shock us. I believe that there's going to be no necrophilia, so I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't see any necrophilia, no popsicles, and no boys. I'm out. <laughs> right? That CG thing at the end it, it <gasps> is... So that scary. ruined this whole trailer, which was a great trailer until no. that little moment happened. You but it was so like, and now at the end of the movie is going to be like that. And I don't, I don't want to watch this. They Why do sh- I have to keep watching shitty horror movies? They don't show us anything. I don't think it'll be that <sighs> the whole time. And it looked, I was with you. I was like, oh no, don't go over the top. And then it didn't. It didn't. So it showed, it was so brief. This is good, you guys. He'll be pleasantly surprised and you'll all get points. Intern, don't you get it? There's a Norwegian directing this. I don't care. Isn't this the ruining of a golden something right now? Oh. Have we all been excited about everything? No. no Nathan was, was worried for the first one. I was worried about passengers. Way to fucking go. Mm. Amanda was worried about it too. Are you going to say way to fucking go to her? No, I love her. Yeah. Just way to fucking go to me. I just knew Nathan was going to be worried or he already said it. So I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess we can just do that. So it really was Nathan. Oh, so Nathan already ruined. Okay, great. Fine. <laughs> Whatever. Let's move on. I'm mad. Let the producers know at Sad Sack. <laughs> You're a fucking jackass intern. Nathan, if you could get on that, that You're would be great. You're a fucking jackass. <laughs> Trailer number four tonight. Hey, we're getting close to Oscar season, so I apologize, Daniel. We got some more drama for you. 20th Century Women. <sighs> Twenty women. Twentieth century women. Twentieth century women. Here we go. When you were born, I told you life was very big and unknown. There were animals and cities and music. You'd fall in love, have passions, have meaning. But now it's 1979, and nothing means anything. And I know you less every day. I think maybe you guys can help me with Jamie. How do you be a good man? What does that even mean nowadays? Don't you need a man to raise a man? No, I don't think so. I think you're what's going to work for him. You just feel guilty because it's just me and you. 
You don't know what I'm feeling. Men always feel like they have to fix things for women or they're not doing anything. Just be there. Somehow that's hard for all of you. Well, I'm not all men. Okay, I'm just me. Well, yes and no. I see the shapes. Having a kid seems like the hardest thing. How much you love the kid, you're just pretty much screwed. You get to see him out in the world as a person. I never will. What about you? It's always about the mother. Okay, Jesus. Uh, yeah. Sweetie, I don't know if we ever figure our lives out. And the people who help you, they might not be who you thought or wanted. They might just be the people who show up. Jamie, I also want to say never have sex with just the vagina. You have to have sex with the whole woman. That's slightly off topic. <laughs> Isn't that one of your uh, almost famous guys? Yeah. Really good up, yeah. I was about to say that ding ding ding. Uh this this movie like knows the way to my heart. Billy, who's just always perfect, even when he's in shitty movies. Mm-hmm. Elle Fanning is great. I think she's gonna be one of those like long lasting actresses. She's got a great look. She's got a great look. So unique. Women would kill to look like me. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I don't call that movie. Um, mm, literally, then eat me. <laughs> um, Spoiler alert. That's oh, what happened. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> right. Oh, shit. Come <laughs> on. Fucking God. No, we already knew that. We, they do that in the trailer. They start nipping at each other. Um, and Annette Benning. Where has she been? But speaking of American Beauty. Right. Right. Topical. Oh, yeah, I hope. Now, now she's going to get screwed again. Natalie Portman's going to take her award. Uh, she's like, Fuck. She's like the more tolerable oh, Susan Sarandon. My God. If Natalie Portman wins yes. over Annette Benning, Best actress for a second time. You will finally have to respect her. I No, she won't. We'll murder Nathan first. It'll be Viola <laughs> Davis and Annette Benning, right? Uh, yeah, that's happening. Uh, I don't know. Do you, I don't know. Never mind. So Amanda, um, Amanda's, Amanda's Billy Crudup excited. I'm excited. Like the tone, like the era, like the idea. Love it. Yeah, This is one of those movies that makes you feel good. Maybe, you know, it depends on, on your personality, but it'll probably make you feel good for a certain amount of time after you watch it, regardless, because it makes everything okay. It doesn't matter who you are, and it doesn't matter, you know, who's who's been there for you or who you've what you've achieved or what you've done. You just do the best you can, and that makes you feel nice, and that's why I'm excited. I think this movie is going to be pleasant. And also, A24 showed up in the credits, right, Daniel? That's the first thing I saw. You know I love me some A24. <laughs> <laughs> Are you being serious? Yeah, I'm very serious. Okay, good, because I like them. No, I know. A24 <laughs> is a great movie production company. Okay. They have a very great track record. So you're excited about a second drama? Oh, sorry. I thought you were you were still on your opinion. No, I was like handing it to you creatively. Mm, mm. Didn't even notice the handover. Yes, A24 did get me very excited. Now, here's the thing with this movie, though. <laughs> By all means, this should be something that I'm excited about. It's about a boy and his like odd relationship with his mother, something I can deeply identify with. 1970s culture, Volkswagen Beetles, 
everyone's smoking cigarettes, all things I should be identifying with. Yet, I know that it's just going to be about how sad the mother is that she never gets to experience her son as the true man that he is and only gets to see the part that resents her for the things that she restricts him from doing. And then he's going to have a bunch of emotional moments with, uh, what's her name? L. L. <sighs> Can't remember but, that one for but, some reason. But Daniel. And, and then it's going to end up on like he has like a baby that's born with like a beard. What? And what are you talking about? Suspenders and a mustache. Like, I don't know. This movie is like, too, it's too, it's too cute. Does that make sense? <laughs> it's going to end up in turned into a Wes Anderson movie? Yeah, almost. We are like one tilt angle toy stop motion animation scene away from being a little bit too twee of a Wes Anderson film, yeah. You're crazy. What happens if Annette Benning walks in with her son having full body sex with Elle? Will full, that make everything better? Full body sex as opposed to <laughs> yeah, what's full body sex? Full body. Not not just the <laughs> the tip. Not just the whole. Yeah, well, there's not a, like a, there's no barrier between them. Not a seventy-two. Only having that's sex for sure. through a cutout you hole. Mean, <laughs> in, intern, you mean they're they're doing a seventy-three? Yeah. Mm, do it. Get a priest in here for a seventy-two. Because <laughs> they are of a questionable age. I thought it was supposed to be two boys. I will well, they'd be supervised by their mother. So they had. They both have boyish bodies. So I will concede. I'm I'm gonna go with a. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, guys. Worried. Even though I love A24, gotta put that in there. Okay, intern, put your uh, excited cherry on top of this and we'll move on. Yeah, no, I don't matter. Chelsea hasn't gone yet. God damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. You get drunk one time. I don't know. <laughs> Everyone forgets about it. Yeah, that. I know. Uh, Chelsea, <laughs> Chelsea, let me just take a minute to uh, Christmas apologize to you. I. I fucked up. I I don't know what to say. Can you please? I mean, let's just push the intern to the side and give you the. Give yeah, let's the go back in time. <laughs> so the intern's gonna put his, uh, you know, excited cherry on top after you tell us all about how much you love Annette Benning and how much you want uh, this to be an amazing movie, right? Charles? I do, and it's almost as though none of that other stuff ever happened since that music played. <laughs> <laughs> it's all blurry. Uh, I think Annette Benning and her mom jeans are just going to cut through the shit. And I disagree with you, Daniel, that it's going to be too cutesy. I think that it's going to be refreshing. It's going to be a refreshing comedy that's a bit on the dark side, which um, appeals to me and my sense of humor. Since I am an accountant, I... <laughs> <laughs> A certified numbers, 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 math, math, math. That's right. That's right, Amanda. I'm a professional, and that means that I get to be depressed about my life now. This yeah. is the start. C P A. Um, the other trailer for this movie is also good, and it has the whole speech by Jimmy Carter, uh, when he was president, where he was talking about how we got to stop caring about material things and. You know, get back to loving each other or whatever the hell. And, and then it cuts to them in, in the room watching it. And everyone around Annette Benning is like, oh, he's done. Oh, he's he's gone. He's a goner. Oh, oh. And then Annette Benning is, is like, I thought it was beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> 
It doesn't seem to me like she's sad. It seems to me like she's all knowing and wise. Optimist. And I wish that she was related to me. And I hope that she wins an Oscar because she deserves it. Fuck Natalie Portman. Excited. Wow. Wow. (laughs) We got a fuck Napo. Yeah, fuck (sighs) Napo. Fucker. I would fuck Natalie Portman. Excited. Yeah. Yeah. She's not in this movie. That's how excited I am for it, though. Which one would you fuck from this movie, Andrew? What? Both. Greta Greta Gerwig, Ella Fanning, or Annette Bening? Gerwig. All three. Or Billy Crudup. Don't discriminate. <laughs> oh, you like Gerwig? Of those three. The one that's like... If it has a heartbeat, I might, ha- I might fuck it. A poor man's version of Crapston Stewart. Well, intern, <laughs> intern, you can't... Uh, I'd, you can't I'd hump her, too. Hey, intern. Oh, God. Don't have sex with just the vagina. You have to have sex with the whole one. I'll have sex with it, with all the holes. Yeah, full, all the holes. Full body sex, please. Belly button and nostrils, ear holes. Yeah. Okay. Whatever you can't get your dick in, get your fingers in. Oh, what? Cool. It'll, it'll go in anywhere. <laughs> okay. Let's. let's yeah. Make sure you oil that belly. Okay. I don't get that joke. <laughs> it's an inside <laughs> joke about tennis. Nobody knows what it means. <laughs> Yeah, nobody knows what it means. <laughs> Seriously, though, I think they all have six packs, tennis players. No, they don't. Oh, close to. No, they don't. <laughs> all of them. I no, they're all no, fat, they lard, lardos. No, they all they're have a little fucking fat bellied. No. We gotta move on. We gotta move on. <laughs> they all have a little. No, they all have a little pouch. <laughs> they all look like Ron Jeremy. <laughs> all right, McConaughey definitely does not have a six pack in this movie. This is that's what tennis players look like. McConaughey in this number five is gold. McConaughey! I loved you in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. McConaughey, hey, hey. (laughs) All right, wait, what's it called again? You confused me with the girlfriend's past. Was it? You got to do it like this. All right, all right, all right. It's gold. It's gold. Just gold. Just gold. Here we go so if you'll take a second look at the plan well you will see what i see and that's money not our money oh mama i'm in fear for my life from the long baby where are you going this gold business wrote me off years ago but it's amazing how little gold dust can just change everything. Damn it, Kenny. Lawman is putting into my running, and I'm so far from my home. Mike Akasha. What are we talking about? I had a dream. Right here. Indonesia. That's where we'll find the gold. Hey, is coming down from the valleys, and I don't have very long. Wait! We found nothing, and the workers are leaving. Hey! Wait, wait, wait. Kenny, look. We got a gold mine. 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 Yeah, for better or worse, the ride had begun. And what a ride. I never doubted you for a second. This is Ryan Wolf in New York. They were coming at me from all sides. We believe you're sitting on the largest gold find of the decade. Talking over thirty billion dollars. <laughs> Washoe Mining turned into a rocket ship. Wells cut a deal. Who cut a deal with him? 
This isn't a deal. No boats. No deal. Open it. <laughs> Other very powerful people are very angry. The military is taking over the mine. These people are using you. They can't just steal it away. The gold is mine. I found it. And the only question I'm left with is How did 17 billion dollars disappear overnight? That I don't have very long. Whew. Amanda, we're excited. Whew. Oh, man. I, oh, damn, it shat the bed in the last second when I was like, oh, yeah, that's Bryce Dallas Howard, and I can't stand that bitch. <laughs> you either? <laughs> I can't stand her. I, I don't know was, why. I thought I was I the only why. one that had, like, a weird thing about her. All right. I nice. don't know why. But that being said, I think I was pretty jacked through the whole thing. I love McConaughey. Have always loved McConaughey. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't need to wait for him to win an Oscar. I knew. Yeah, from, we're Texans from, from we the know. jump. We knew. Yeah, <laughs> we knew. Um, <laughs> it's good. I'm. I'm. I, I'm. I'm excited. I hope that it executes. I hope that it doesn't just like sort of get lost in the shuffle here at the end of the year. Um, yeah, roll the dice. Yeah. It's be good. And I personally love when actors take on unattractive makeup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Christian Bale in American Hustle, Matthew McConaughey in this one. I love when naturally attractive guys go for that like bald, chubby look. Also, after Wolf of Wall Street and digging deep into a Dallas Buyers Club, it's nice to see McConaughey with some weight back on him. Um, I don't know. I was stoked. I almost wish that it went a little bit further and that it wasn't just that they went and like made a gold mine but that they went looking for like some golden city <laughs> lost in the jungle somewhere or fountain of youth or something i almost wanted a remake of sahara but i think i think i think this is excitable yeah or we're a bottle in i don't know or we're a bottle in that's that i do feel generous that that is true <laughs> the battle for best gift giver has begun but at what price Watch as the confident elder sister moves in, and she prevails by finding the perfect gifts at the perfect price. God damn it! <laughs> what was wow. that? I just well, watched... Amanda tried to blame it on me. Was that me? No, that was definitely not you. Just watching him struggle <laughs> through that was. <laughs> Where did it come from? Which screen is it? Oh. I've got too many screens up. There's like 74 screens here. Oh. I was waiting for the joke. I was like, oh, this is worth it. <laughs> no, I was trying to find out more information about gold and opened up this tab and this goddamn thing started. And then <sighs> but there was also an advertisement pop up in front of it. Oh, so just, yeah, just panic. Yeah, panic. Frazzled. Yeah. Yeah. But it I, is. It's going to be almost not making it and then really making it and then two making it and then resolving some sort of conflict at the end. The formula is apparent and even though I know you voiced this concern already about this movie maybe being lost in the shuffle, mm -hmm. I think that it will definitely be lost in the shuffle. That said, still excited. Except for Bryce Dallas Howard. Except for, yeah. Yeah. Intern. Um, with this trailer, does anyone else think that, like, I think this was a great trailer, but they might, they told the whole story. 
<laughs> yes, that is. They that. did do they that. They sure did. Yep. <laughs> so that's disappointing. I'm still excited. I I really I'm happy about the fat Matt. <laughs> um, <laughs> also, Matt, you. Yeah. He's yeah no he's he looks like he's having fun his face is all twisted up the whole time the same way I, it seems like he must be getting like muscle spasms in his face from having to keep it like twerked the wrong way I don't know anyway I'm excited I'm disappointed that the trailer told me so much yeah because we basically we know they go looking for a gold mine have trouble finally find it make Get lots rich. and lots of money get fucked somehow and literally we're left in mystery of like maybe the last 15 or 20 minutes of the film <laughs> while he's sitting in the room with all the gold yeah, yeah. that he stole or yeah, exactly whatever which did remind me a little bit of that scene from black sea yeah oh yeah they're both based on true stories aren't they this is i was looking into that i think that's what i was trying to find out i think this is based on loosely based on the brie x uh scandal or whatever Go ahead, Chelsea. I won't go last again. Uh, you will put your foot See down. See how much my opinion is valued on this goddamn podcast. Okay. There's way too much going on in this movie. <laughs> way too much. So he's going to be pathetic for the first 20 minutes to set up this character thing. Then he's going to be in the jungle finding gold. Then he's going to be loaded and not know what to do with himself. And then he's going to lose it all at the end, it seems like. that. Yeah. How are you going to fit in good character development, good story writing without time-lapsing the shit out of this movie? Exactly. Montages. Oh, so many. <laughs> Them going through the jungle, you know, uh-huh. people leaving. <sighs> every gate, every great classic rock song about gold <laughs> or discovery or anything is going to get utilized. Yes. Does this help, Chelsea? It's two hours and one minute. I don't think it's long enough. For how it much? It should be like a four-hour movie. Yeah, like Amanda was saying, for how much that has to happen, it's too it's too much for me. I I'm worried, and I'm sorry to say it, but um, I'm most interested in the downfall, I guess, the scandal. So if they spend enough time on that part that they alluded to in the movie or in the trailer, then it might be saved. But I don't think they are going to, and because of that, I'm worried. So uh, Makana, hey, I'm worried. Makana, hey. Nathan? Well, um, yeah, this kind of feels like blow without the cocaine, right? Well, that might find its way in here. Um, well, I mean, you did know. Did Johnny Depp make himself as unattractive as possible? In the end, he was unattractive, yes. In the end, he was unattractive, really? fat, in prison. His daughter wouldn't visit him. He has a, a visiting imaginary with his daughter. He was oh. hallucinating. So tragic and depressing at the oh, end. Oh, I can't handle it. Yeah, I think that's where this is going. He's a loser. But he's a loser. Oh, he's not a loser. He's he's redeemed. Oh, yeah, no, he's a loser. He's a big, fat fucking loser. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love these kind of movies. I'm sure it'll take you for a ride, and it'll probably be fairly predictable. But whatever, I'm down. I like Edgar um, hmm? Edgar Ramirez. He's the guy from the New Point Break. That's in that. Bodie. He's also in Joy. Yeah, he was in Joy, but that's uh, you know David and o. all Russell. the other and David o. Russell movies. David O. Russell can go fuck himself. The New Point Break is my secret guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, we know. <gasps> and Bryce Do Dallas we? Howard is uh, slowly becoming my new crush. Ew! Oh, oh no! No! 
anything's better than better than nap. I'm just fucking with you guys because you guys have a little shit fit about it. What? I'd have sex with all of her. Yeah. In turn, just stop. Just stop it. You keep it up. I'm gonna get you a flashlight for Christmas. All right. I don't think that Please. anyone the intern wouldn't poke around at. Yeah. Can you get one that's like looks like Mad Max's face. You want to fuck Mad Max? Okay. So and, do I. Okay, guys, come on. It's hey. Tom Hardy, yeah. Fucking god damn it! Fuck. Ah. Oh yeah, Amanda would clam slam Tom Hardy. God damn it. <laughs> So that's uh, an excited for everyone. Got it. Except for Chelsea. <laughs> that was a funny joke, right, Daniel? You didn't actually forget about me. That's right. Welcome to the Roundtable, the second part of the Trailer Park Podcast, where we do the burden list and the intern archive update. Uh, we have lost Chelsea. And Amanda. Okay, it is a sausage party, which is what the intern wanted. <laughs> All along. Finally. Just me and the boys. Down All the boys. The core crew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This is where the intern gets to practice hosting. So do your best. Do your best, uh, Nathan and Daniel impression. And, uh, and tell us what comes next there, their champ. Oh, right. So um, next up, we have the burden list. It's a list of items that needs to be appreciated and require the insight and understanding of a gentleman mm. in order to be removed mm. from the list. Gentlemen, we are mavericks. Mm. Uh, I can't do an impression of Daniel because he speaks much better than both of us. <laughs> wow. You just called him a more, more of a gentleman than me. That's right. I, yeah. I am the quintessential gentleman, followed loosely by other gentlemen. Huh. Did you know that applauding yourself is not something very gentlemanly? Well, there's no one else to do it. All right, let's get down to brass tacks here. You guys put stuff up on the list, force each other to watch a movie. Sometimes it's uh, meant for appreciation, and sometimes it's meant to fuck each other. That's right. Completely. Um, there's a lot of grays and blacks and whites on Daniel's burden list. <laughs> it's all... Yeah, my burden list is a little haphazard. It's pretty it's pretty gray. Yeah. Yeah. But there's lots of Gyllenhaal, which makes You have it... a lot of blue and some red. I do have blue. Yeah. Oh, mine has kind of a, a pattern. Yeah. Yeah, so I've got what I've got on my list that Daniel bestowed me with is the four and a half hour shining mini series uh, starring Steven Weber from Wings. Which is a true burden, because I don't like it. Mom and Dad Save the World, which uh stars in the lead role. Oh, classic. A, uh, a confirmed um, child pornography uh, guy. That's right. Terry Gar and an official pedophile. Yeah, Jeffrey Jones and John Lovitz as uh, seasoning. Uh, Swiss uh, Army Man, uh, one of our ultimate trailers for 2016. Poultry Geist, Night of the Chicken Dead, and The Thing recently got put up there. 1982, John Carpenter's The Thing, which I've never seen. I've only seen the remake. I'm interested. Mm-hmm. And the remake, not technically a remake, a prequel. Ah, yeah. See, I didn't even, yeah, I didn't, mm. wasn't intelligent enough to figure that out yet. Or and I on Daniel's, yeah. Daniel's, Daniel's got brothers. Burden list, intern. Huh? 
what's on my burden list? You've got brothers, little Jillian Hall for you. Jillian Hall and Napo. It's a it's a twofer. Oh, a See if I can name the second movie here. You need to watch it so I can stop mispronouncing it. Little children. You, Is that right? You have trouble pronouncing that one? I always say little women. Oh, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. This one. Little children. Uh, then uh, my favorite one on your list, Road to Perdition, which I'm hoping you watched. Uh, then Demolition, another Hall. You get uh, some of that. And then some uh, Edward Norton in Stone. Stone, the one that I think I remember from last time, the one that no one liked but Nathan. Is that correct? But possibly you. <laughs> possibly yeah. you too. Yeah, that's correct. We can we can connect. We can dance together with Stone and the cornrows of Norton. Ugh. Hands clasped, cousins celebrating. Mm. You're gonna want to take that DVD out to the lake and try to skip it. <laughs> um. So let's put some movies up. You guys are both going to six before you come back to five. If you watched a movie, uh, let's uh, let's hear some options, uh, Daniel. Ooh, let's hear some options. All right, Nathan, I'm going with taglines tonight. And then, of course, because we are so close to this holiday celebration of winter, this Christmas time, I have three Christmas-related movies for you. Uh, Nathan, would you like to hear the tagline from option number one? Yes, please. Option number one. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. <laughs> He knows if you've been bad or good, so be good for goodness sake. Option wow. number one, Nathan. Option number two. If A Nightmare on Elm Street gave you sleepless nights, or if Halloween made you jump in every shadow, or if every Friday the 13th was more frightening than the others, then beware. And then, of course, option number three, possibly the best tagline, he's chillin'. And killing. What is that? I think we should both know that. He sees you when you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. He knows if you've been good or bad. He knows you're, so be good for goodness sake. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th. This possibly more frightening than those. And then, of course, he's chilling and killing. Who's chilling and killing? I feel like there's a poster I've read that on. Yeah, I think it's got a snowman. I think it's like that oh, horror. Like... I think it's the horror movie of Jack Frost. I bet you I'm right, too. I'm fucking frightened of all of these. <laughs> Option one, two, or three. Don't forget number three. He's chilling and killing. <laughs> don't, don't forget number three. Come on. Come on. Pick number three. Pick it. Okay, Dale, you win. I'll take number three. <laughs> number three. 1997's Jack Frost. Thank Jack you. Frost. I called it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not, not the Michael Keaton. Jack Frost. No, no, no. That cannot be confused with that joke. Although that is equally as horrifying. I've seen both Jack Frost <laughs> movies, and the Michael Keaton Jack Frost almost destroyed Michael Keaton for me for like a decade. <laughs> I almost made this night into a Jack Frost, which one is it competition, and you were going to have to watch one or the other. But I'm glad you settled on the horror film jack frost about a serial killer snowman nathan you now have poultry geist and jack frost i do not envy your burden list wow the color but he still has two really good movies on his list god damn it <laughs> yeah except one of them is probably coming off today i could say for sure amanda would never make it through jack frost well 
Um, just for that, I was going to give you the three selections straight up, but I'm actually going to do taglines instead. There we go. Let's hear them. Okay. Number one, his music shaped our lives. Love saved his. Fuck. Number two, this Christmas, chivalry makes a comeback. Oh, God. And when you love someone, you can't just throw it away. Is this all for the same movie? No. Oh, that was the end of it? I I thought this was all for love, actually. No. Number one is his music shaped our lives. Love saved his. Number two is this Christmas, chivalry makes a comeback. And number three is when you love someone, you can't just throw it away. When you love someone, you just can't throw it away. These are IMDb taglines. <clears throat> you make it tough. You make it tough. I'm only sure of maybe one or two of these. Uh, let's go number one. Number one, you have chosen his music shaped our lives. Love saved his. <sighs> the life, love, and genius of Brian Wilson. Daniel, you've chosen Love and Mercy starring Paul Love Dano and Mercy. John Cusack. Oh, the Beach Boys movie. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All I knew is that I had to avoid the second one. Okay. What's the second one? I'm pretty sure that one's fucking Kate and Leopold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, the other tagline for that is, uh, if they lived in the same century, they'd be perfect for each other. Oh, God, that could be the same tagline for the fountain. That's, um, that's true, actually. And the third one was, uh, you know, come on. If you love someone, you can't just throw it away. You may never get it again. Nocturnal animals. Nocturnal animals. Of uh, More joke. That would have been good for my holes. Yeah, I could have. Yeah, you could have. You could have watched them all. Yeah, the ones you missed out on, Nathan, were uh, 2015's Krampus. Shit. And 1984's Silent Night, Deadly Night. I just watched Krampus. God, what did you think it. about it? I had a lot of issues with it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Yeah, there is a lot of issues with it. And then the end happens, and then there's more issues. You were just so. Wanted it to be what the trailer said it was going to be. You were so excited about number three. I just felt this pull. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Chilling and killing. I don't care what anybody says. The trailer for Krampus, that one scene with Adam Scott. Oh, that's not even in the movie. And Keckner was just so priceless. I loved it. Yeah, they cut a lot that was in the trailer. That wasn't in the movie. Mm, That sucks. That was the best part that part yeah do you want to trade <laughs> <laughs> all right uh you gentlemen just went up on each other so now it's time to go down on each other mm, manalingus um nathan did you watch the thing i did not <gasps> okay saving it tell us what you watched well in honor of the movie being selected and i knew it would be selected as the ultimate uh fifth trailer in our lineup i watched swiss army man yeah. I love the score. It's so great. Uh, let's see what I've what I've prepared here for you. My do- Oh shit, I forgot to tell you. As always, you could have picked uh August Osage County. Damn it. Yeah, I actually caught like 10 minutes of it the other day. Amanda forced me to go through it. <laughs> All right. Why did Daniel want me to watch Swiss Army Man? Because it's fucking unique. It's probably one of the most unique movies uh, ever. I don't really know how. It's it's tough. I mean, the sincerity of how odd it is makes it beautiful. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It has these simple gems of wisdom in the writing, too. Things that just kind of stand out to you and you go, huh. You know, like one-liners that 
like capture a poetic simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. Things like if you don't know Jurassic Park, then you don't know anything. <laughs> yeah. And at first it sounds ridiculous, but then you're like, it's a huge part of culture. Like that's there's something to you just kinda like you just pause on these one liners. Yeah, if you're anywhere from like nineteen to fifty, yeah. that that line resonates. Yeah, and, and when they're humming the Jurassic Park theme song, I'm like, We've yeah. done we've fucking done that yeah. on a podcast before where we just like start humming the theme songs of things. I'm pretty sure Jurassic Park was one of them. Uh, when they were looking at the swimsuit magazine, he was saying that girls used to be so much more interesting before the internet. And he just says it so matter of fact. And it's and I'm like, huh, yeah, no, they are. They were. They, yeah, they were, absolutely were. They yeah. were way more fascinating before you could just like look up tits and ass in, you know, 2.2. Yeah. When I'm looking at Reddit, random tits and ass will just pop up because it's been voted to the forefront. And I swipe it as quickly as some article about banking. That's what the internet has done. That's why you're broke. Broken. Yes. Broken. Completely. Broke. Psychologically impotent. Broken. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the fart. The constant farting should be lame, but it isn't at all. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if anyone is going to give these guys more money to do something else unique, but I sincerely hope they do. Intern said the music was great. It was. It was exceptional. And Dano, yeah, I actually bought the soundtrack. You did. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Dano and Radcliffe fucking crush their performances in this movie without them crushing this it would be fucking horrible i don't know that it is what it is like dano fucking dano's fucking awesome that's why i'm glad you picked love and mercy actually daniel because you'll you'll like it more because dano's in it yeah um yeah that's what's i'm not worried about uh that selection from my burden list and yeah dano and uh radcliffe are so charming (sighs) in this movie oh yeah it's 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 tough to put it into words. I was trying to to keep it simple tonight because uh, I I actually found a few uh, critic blurbs that say it better than I could have said it. Uh, that being said, I'm definitely watching it again and definitely recommending it. And it's it's special this one. I think um, the critic blurbs I found were uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Paul Dano deliver in Swiss Army Man a work that should not be discussed. It must be seen. Mm. Yeah, that's good. That was from Sergio Lopez Aguirre of Cine Premier. He was a Spanish fellow. And this one here, Swiss Army Man may have a few lulls throughout its intriguing tale, but its unusual premise and compelling characters make for a film that you can't help but stick with, even if it's just for the fact that you simply can't believe what you're seeing. (laughs) Yeah. And that's kind of, that's from Jeff Beck at the Blue Spot. And that's kind of like... Like you're processing this strange shit that's going on, but it's being executed at such a high level that you're just kind of like stunned. Like you're just like, really? Like, and it's really engaging and entertaining, even though it's so odd. It's just you're swimming through this guy's fucked up psychosis that he has, and and oh man, the the end really just oh, yeah, shatters it's, uh... everything. It's kind of I don't know. It's yeah, you just kind of sit there. Like I have to watch it more because I'm sure that that uh, there's more to be taken from from enjoying swiss army man yeah the end blew me away it was like so unexpected no well you expect him to be crazy straight up and there to be no confirmation of anything that he's just a fucking lunatic and i think the ending is kind of a tribute to the celebratory nature of of almost every scene that Mm -hmm. dano and radcliffe like kind of do these like hills and valleys throughout the whole movie where they constantly uh you know hit these little climaxes and it just kind of 
keeps that rhythm and everybody comes with them on the final climax. Oh yeah, no, I thought it was I thought it was like a very appropriate ending. I feel like about 60% of the way through the movie you start to get the feeling like, "Oh, maybe this isn't some island somewhere. Maybe this is very close to civilization." And by the time the ending rolls around, yeah, I think when I wa- when I first watched it, the ending swam over me and I was like, "Oh, that was that was fucking brutal." But then it seems very appropriate. Uh, yeah, yeah where they, they slowly let you in on the fact that he just wandered into the woods at the edge of his <laughs> yeah. neighborhood and stumbled mm-hmm. across a dead body. And he's kind of crazy. And this movie's kind of crazy. And... And oh, everything's so real right now. <laughs> but Dano's delivery yeah. of some of those lines and the writing is 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 there too, right? Like without the writing being there, you know, then then the lines can't be delivered the way they are. But Jesus Christ, the yeah, I don't know. I think Dano should actually be uh, considered for some sort of recognition for this. I mean, well, the uh, directors are up for Spirit Awards. Yeah, that's a start. You know what? It's a start. Daniels. It's a start. They got three million to make this. I already see in their in their uh, uh, filmography that they're back to doing another short right away here. So I don't know what that means. I just hope that uh, somebody gives them, you know, some more money. Well, maybe they'll end up like uh, Spike Jones, who they do a whole shitload of shorts and yeah. a random just, movie every three years. That's kind of who a part of who I am. I love following writers and directors, and when I come across cool ones, I like keeping an eye on what they're doing. And I just I I kind of get a little bit sad when I see them doing a short in the future because i'm like come on come on this was exceptional like feature feature give them give them some money let them take another shot at something like i want to be excited about their next thing so maybe i'll watch their short i don't know yeah i think i'm i think probably all of us would be excited for what's what's next for the daniels yeah well you put a bunch of daniels in a room and you see what happens all right no that's enough (laughs) that's enough of that Uh, okay go down Daniel, did you watch Road to Perdition? I did not watch Road to Perdition. Fuck. You watched Little Children. I did not watch Little Children. Son of a bitch. <laughs> brothers? Did not watch Brothers. Fuck Shit. it. What did you watch? No, no, you got we got two choices left. Can you nail it? Stone. Stone. I watched Demolition. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I guess nobody thought I was going to go down the Gyllenhaal track. I thought you were going to end up with just five Gyllenhaal movies. Oh, I, yeah, that's what I, kind of what I was scared of, so I had to get one out of the way. Um, <laughs> did not have as good a time as with uh, uh, with the movie we were just talking about. Didn't hate it either, but Demolition. What this is a this this movie kind of took me for a little bit of a ride because I was like I kept trying to predict what it was trying to do, and I kept being wrong. <laughs> And it's, it's usually pretty rare that I'm wrong that consistently. But I think my I think the part I liked the most about demolition was actually the very like interpretive use of the word. Like I like the fact that Jake Gyllenhaal he's married to this woman. He has this rich sort of bougie life, and then his wife ends up dying. And it's very obvious that everyone in his bougie life wishes that it was him instead of his wife, but it was his wife that died. Now he has to continue, he has to face feelings about how he didn't actually love his wife at all, and there's no, like, regret or remorse or sadness that she's gone, simply that she is gone. And so we'd go along with Jake as he deals with all of that, but what he deal, how he deals with that in the physical sense is that he, 
he takes the advice that he heard from someone about identifying the problem of something that isn't working properly, taking it apart to identify that problem, and then putting it back together to fix that problem. Only Jake's interpretation is to just take everything he encounters that gives him issue apart into all of its little pieces and then display it across the floor. That was actually my favorite part of Demolition was that he would just come across something that had an issue and then he would just dismantle it into little pieces, like technically into like a manual on the floor. The rest of it, I got to say, I'm not as much of a fan. I think there's a lot of Jill and cock holic going on here for Nathan because there's a lot of just super indulgent scenes where you can kind of see where Jake is has been sitting on this story in his head for probably a decade and he's very attached to it and maybe thinks more of it than the rest of us do because there's a lot of weird shit going on in Demolition Man he like John Spartan you mean the Demolition Man falls in love with this woman that's in a relationship and has a shitty son and he just starts showing up to her house while her boyfriend's on vacation and like being a part of the family and then a lot of sadness and a lot of breaking buildings down physically and metaphorically. Uh, I don't know. I think in the end I was like, okay with everything. Not a big fan of demolition, but I think I understand definitely why Nathan likes it. Hmm. When we watched this together and well, Chelsea was there and, uh, and Nathan and I were laughing for the majority of the movie. Yeah, there and were I, a couple of lines that that, that 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 got me laughing. Yeah, I think I remember that. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm okay with that reaction. I don't really. I I throw things up on the burden list. Yeah, because I I really enjoyed them. I think we we watched it in the theater and then we went uh, for a walk in the park afterwards. And I was just like, man, I thoroughly enjoyed where that movie went. And I, I guess it's because I wasn't trying to dissect the movie or wasn't trying to like find value in it i just wanted to go check out the new gyllenhaal flick and i like the way that the character just um just came yeah came to the realization that his life wasn't what he wanted it to be and then became okay with everything falling apart and kind of yeah redefining what what uh letting it fall apart really means and you know some other people got in his path along the way i kind of like movies where characters let go and go through a transformation like that so and i'm sure that's you're, you're identifying with when you say that you know why I liked it, that's probably uh, you know somewhere in that ballpark. I like transformations. I like good performances. The director of this movie is the same director as Dallas Buyers Club, and he's got a real freewheeling style, apparently, where they just you know just uh, kind of almost almost like the movie itself, where they just kind of let go and just let it let it define itself. Like I just I, I don't know why people gave this movie such a hard time. It was I think it got like fifty percent or something on Rotten Tomatoes, and I I don't know. I mean. Yeah, I don't know either. I can kind of see it from all angles. I mean, it is kind of self-indulgent, but then I do like a couple of parts that I laughed at. I like when he's having a conversation with uh, that woman's son about his overuse of the word fuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, There's a couple of parts like that. You get, But the, the I think maybe the part that people have a hard time with, and this is something that I just picked up from listening to podcasts, is that people have a hard time dealing with characters that are organically assholes like they have a hard time being able to stick with that character long enough for them to come around like a lot of people i know from listening to podcasts despise seinfeld because everyone's an asshole they despise it's sunny in philadelphia because everyone's an asshole and i would wager that part of that hater crowd that feels that way has something to find 
with that argument in this movie. Because Jake Gyllenhaal's character in this movie is kind of an asshole. Anytime anyone is trying to be emotional about his wife with him, he cannot focus for even a second on what they're saying. And will bring up something rudely inappropriate to the conversation while they're deep in their pit of emotion. <laughs> so, like, I think I... I think I get people's reaction, but I also understand Nathan's reaction. So I'm kind of torn back and forth in the middle here. I think it's funny because, yeah, in, intern's right. We sat there and I, we were the when he says we were laughing throughout it. We were the only yeah, two, the only ones, the yeah. only two people laughing at at the movie in the in the whole theater. And that's because I think we identify with you know, yeah, fuck the, you, the you feelings know? he's yeah, having, fuck yeah. off, like who can, he's. He's having this like transformation thing happening to him, and you know what? If he's willing to throw throw his whole life in the can and start over and and go through this transformation, then yeah, go fuck yourself with your with your job and your bullshit and your expectations. I don't give a shit anymore. Yeah, yeah, that, that was the other part that I laughed at is when he's having a conversation with uh Chris uh, Cooper. With- with yeah, Chris Cooper. How do you you and Amanda and everyone else knows his name? To me, he's like the homophobe from American Beauty. So like, no, he's also he's also in the Patriot with with Mel. Oh, oh, he absolutely is in the Patriot. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's it's when he's having a conversation with Jake in his office and he's trying to like come at him and try to connect with him emotionally. And all Jake can think about is how much he wants to take apart that the priceless clock. heirloom grandfather clock behind him. It's like, I just want to take it apart and just spread it all over the floor. That's Again, that's my favorite part is him taking everything apart and spreading it over the floor. Yeah, and then he hides, he has it moved or has it hides it in his yeah, office. Yeah, he ends up taking it back to his house because he's scared <laughs> about Jake having it around because he's taking everything apart in the office. Yeah, yeah, Which actually, like, hey. Even though metaphorically it's kind of a backlash against the movie because nowhere during the movie does he come back and put anything back together. So he essentially misses the core advice he was given at the beginning of the movie, which is to take something apart until you identify what's wrong and then put it back into working order. He just misses that and just takes it apart completely. Or he's just trying to manifest it physically for himself so that he can reaffirm his demolition of his own self. And then he'll look to put himself back together and leave all the dismantled pieces behind him. Right. Um, and I also want to say that Coop, Coop and Jilly go way back to October Sky. Jilly's, oh, yeah. Jilly's first leading leading role and then uh he's also in jarhead with jilly as well i had jarhead i always forget they're that. connected oh yeah yeah intertwined coop coop and jilly oh it sounds good i think uh i think we we properly dissected those two movies as a good burdenless round table maybe well yeah, it uh, sounds like you both appreciated them in in your own ways sure uh and that being said we're going to move to the intern archive update and daniel uh <laughs> robert de niro is going to be doing the intern archive update intro tonight oh good i hope he gives us some of his political beliefs uh here you go intern this is for you great i mean he's so blatantly stupid he's a punk he's a dog he's a pig he's a con a bullshit artist a mutt who doesn't know what he's talking about doesn't care he's an idiot he's an embarrassment i'd like to punch him in the face there you go fully swept up in the game (laughs) uh you know our headliner for this one is We Are Your Friends. And I made a joke about how We Were Your Friends would be the, the name of the movie if I redid it. Holds true. It's just cyclical. Cyclical. Don't even remember the movie. Uh, Zach Efron. Oh, it's uh, dance music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, this is the EDM epic. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, 
yeah, Nathan was uh, Zach Efron leading man worried. Um, Daniel, you were, if you ain't, uh, well, if you leave, this ain't your crib no more worried. <laughs> and I was subject matter worried. Um, is this, I'm guessing neither one of you have seen this. No. Nope. Yeah. Uh, so they're making the electronic dance music on the computer. And the way that you find your signature sound is you put real sounds, not the ones that come on the computer, into dance music. So things like a staple gun or chimes in the wind or running or breathing. And then you make this epic thing. And then you play in front of a big crowd of people and you ruin it by saying, is this the best it's ever going to get? Is this the best it's ever going to get? They're like, not even close. This is the best it's ever going to get. Uh, zero. So we all got points. A big zero on that one. Yeah. Oh, so you're saying the way to the way to stand out as original is to make your own music as opposed to just using provided music. Got it. Thanks, movie. And that was Wes Bentley's brainchild. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. American Beauty camera guy. He he had that idea. That was his idea. Yeah. He told him. He's like, hey, what's this click from? And he's like, I just got it on the computer. And he's like, that's the only thing that sounds real on this. You got to get real sound, man. It's like, what do you want to make? We have you have five million dollars. What do you want to make? He's like, I don't know. Do you also get boners when you listen to Paul Oakenfold? Also, we just so you're aware, your friend. He's this is the first song that he's made that's a complete song <gasps> by the end of the movie i've come yes. up with my original song one original song one original song that he gets to play at a festival like and that it, whatever and it's awful it's just like sounds that appliances make in his kitchen it's actually it builds up it's a nice thing that it, he ruins with his voice and then it cuts immediately into a launch oh god He's like, here it is. Here's a stapler. Okay, we're moving on to really the only thing we need to talk about for this whole episode. And next up, we had Turbo Kid. I gasped so hard I choked. Right? Nathan, you were, this could be minus two excited we we all got really excited about uh, incorporating the negative side of the scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daniel, you were just oh, I'm excited, excited. Yeah. About and I said I was a uh, la- laser punch to the head explosion, excited. Uh, 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 uh. For and Turbo Kid, and yeah, it's a negative three. This is uh, one of the best movies to come out last year. I don't know. I'll never see it. I know, and it's a tragedy, but. It truly is. I, I And do you know what's weird, intern? Is that you and I are alone in this. There's no way. No, no. There's way. The majority. On Twitter, there's random people that retweet stuff still. No, no. I, I get that. And I've even been like favorited as like a mouth of reason from the producers of Turbo Kid. But like the consensus opinion on Turbo Kid is that they tried to do something nostalgic in eighties and failed miserably and everything is hokey and offset. And I have never been that's in such crazy dark disagreement with the world in a, anything in my life. Like this is, so I think the thing was, uh, it's like rad meets Mad Max. 89% on Rotten Tomatoes. 
Yeah, thank God. There's, I think they've they've come back around. They've watched it two or three more times and went, oh, I'm just a pretentious piece of shit and couldn't relax and enjoy myself. This is a masterpiece. So out of all the movies I've rewatched shit. last year, this is the one I've seen the most. I've seen it four times. Yeah, uh, the same here. And I've seen it probably 14 times. Yeah, I'm pretty sure this trailer would have been considered for the ultimate lineup had it been in 2016 and not 2015. Yeah. Yeah, this was another, yeah, after this trailer, this was a great episode to listen to. Um, everyone was so excited <laughs> with, like, wonderment. Um, but it, it was interesting. It's a little bit of shock. and It was just great. But uh, I think, like, Lawrence LaBeouf is just so fucking awesome in this uh, movie. Well, everyone's great. But uh, one of the funny things about this movie is that I think of Michael Ironside as the guy in this movie now, and I just watched Top Gun again today, Yeah, and I just kept thinking about Turbo Kid. Yeah, you're like, oh, yeah, exactly. The reference point has switched. It's weird. You should go watch Total Recall now. Yeah. He's one of the main well, bad, there's a few cause bad guys. I was, like, there's a few movies that I've seen with him that I can think about, and it's still like my brain just goes to Turbo Kid. It's weird. Yeah, it does now. It, it was originally Total Recall because he gets his arms chopped off on that elevator scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, now it is this. You know, I feel like he might even make a loose reference to Total Recall and Turbo Kid. But that might, maybe I'm just reading too much into it. Daniel, you know, you could burden this to me if you wanted to. I'll, I know. I'll, I'll leave it. I'll leave it with you. <laughs> Sweet. It might be a Christmas present next year. It is the best present from Amanda I've ever gotten. She got me some weird special like tin... Yeah, I got that also. Edition, and like everyone I've come across that also collects movies or is into movies has gone, where the fuck did you get this? And I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. Anyway, um, this definitely won the episode. I think I had this in my list of like one of my top five favorite movies for the year that I'd seen at that point, And it still is there. But next up, uh, I think we're going mostly downhill for the rest of this episode, guys. Um, regression. Daniel, did you watch Regression? No, no, I haven't yet. Nathan? No, but I would like to point out that the intern has chosen a uh, picture from Colonia to be the <laughs> representation of Regression, so that's good. <laughs> that won't be true by the time I post this. Um, this movie was not very good. Um, David Thwills, is that how you say his name? Thwills? <laughs> Thulis? Thulis? Yeah, the, the guy Thulis? that... Uh, isn't, isn't he uh, like Dragonheart? He's um, he's a Defense Against the Dark Arts teacher in Harry Potter. Yeah, that's... Yeah, I was going he's for the... He's the werewolf guy. I was, I was going for Prince Einan in Dragonheart, but yeah, okay. Oh, I was going to say, that's shy. I'd give a reference that people might actually know. I am the last one. I'm a dragon. <laughs> I'm a dragon. Uh, uh. I'm Dragonheart. Uh, he's the only one that does a good job. Ethan Hawke is tough Whoa. to handle in this. Whoa, Emma watch Watson's yourself. just horrible. Watch yourself about Ethan. Yeah, I know. You talked about you were excited. Uh, let me. Yeah, you, know, you know Nathan's you a were cock. blinded by Ethan Hawke excited. Make room, Jake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Daniel, you were. It might have been a bad trailer worried. And I was worried because it just looked like it was going to be a bad movie. And, and it was. It was good. another zero. Got two zeros on this. Mm. Unnecessary. That's good. I Which got, puts uh, in to to our fans out there. I mean, this my fulcrum gut instinct is pretty solid. Yeah, it's better than the first 
20 episodes. Right. I was being lenient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think since oh, also just as a side note, this is the second episode where I started doing this. We've already come into you beginning the archive. Yeah. Yeah. So the episode before was the inaugural episode of the archive update. That's good. When You know what they say, 28 more episodes and people start to notice us. Right. <laughs> That's what they always say, no matter what number you're at. Uh, one, 100 is a milestone, apparently. 100 is what it takes to get noticed, yeah. Ah, uh, not 128? Well, I mean, if you want to get mathematical. <laughs> anyway, um, Daniel, you and I are leading uh, points are three to two now. Um, and next up, we had Mississippi Grind. Who saw? And I'm mostly being nice. I've seen Mississippi Grind. I have not. The gambling one with Ryan Reynolds and Ben Mendelsohn. Yeah, I think I like the trailer. Yeah, the trailer, we all really like the trailer because the trailer was really good. Um, it was a, a good American story. Yeah, yeah, a good American story, which confused Nathan. Well, um, I just didn't and know it why, was, why. It was, was okay. Yeah, It had a few moments that were... It's one of those movies where it's just okay. a tad two-bit, like... I mean, you know how we were saying gold earlier tonight is a, a loser who, you know, gets a taste of, of brilliance, but he probably just ends up being a loser. This, yeah. is, this is a movie where he's just a loser the whole time. <laughs> he's just a fucking yeah. loser the whole time. Yeah. And great acting, but he's a loser. So it's just kind of depressing. Like, is, I think some of the scenes you just want, like in the in the trailer, it seems like they're kind of really going back and forth with each other. And they're kind of on top of it. But when you watch the movie, it seems like everything's just a few seconds too long. That's that's a good observation. And there is a little bit of redemption, but it's not enough. Like, he's just, he's still a sad person. And Yeah. Anyway, oh, I gave it a plus just, one. It, just Ed oh. Norton from Rounders? Uh, <laughs> yeah, without without the confidence of, like... Yeah, he knows that he's a loser. Yeah, without the disregard, yeah. Mm. Worm, Worm has a lot of disregard and conviction for being a fuck-up. Why? Yeah. Worms Worms all like, what's your fucking problem, man? This is the right decision, even though it's not the right decision and it never is, and he doesn't ever get it. But just got to make some more money, man, right now. Um, anyhow, Daniel, you have four points of a possible five going into the final trailer, which was Zed for Zachariah. <laughs> um, for the Americans, that's Z for Zachariah. Nathan, you were, quote, persuaded, excited. Uh, Daniel, you were leaning excited, and you love Chris Pine's slightly too large head. Yep, it's big. Take a good look at it. <laughs> and I was worried about the movie and excited to read the book. Fuck, that's like that's like Ryan Gosling's offset eyes. His eye, his his one eye that's an inch lower than the other one. Yeah, his fucked up face. It's like all it takes is somebody to, to say look at it. Like he just said, take a look at it. Take a look at Chris Pine's head. Now I'm going to go look at it. It's too big. It's too big. <laughs> and Chris Pratt too. Even though he looks good, you know he's right on the verge of being fat again. Oh, jeez. Oh, look at this happy horse shit. The intern gave himself a five out of five again. What are you talking about? Nathan, I know you watched this and I know your opinion on it. Daniel, did you see uh, Z for Zachariah? No, but it looked fucking boring. And why did I go excited? I don't know, but uh, it was um, boring. He's a pine nut, that's why. It wasn't very good. Uh, I didn't even give it a a thing. I don't know what to give it. So Rotten Tomatoes gave it 79%. IMDb gave it 6.0, and I said meh. So that's Um, from you? 
I don't think that. I think this is a. Plus. I think it's a. It's the lowest one you could have. It's a plus one, and it's not a. It's not the lowest ever plus one. It's not a bad. It might be. It's not a bad movie. It's just not really it's what not you. Very good. It's not what you wanted it to be. And yeah. I think you're too focused on patting yourself on the back right now. To be honest. Well, I told you that I'm winning every episode from now on, so I did. I got five. Daniel's got four. Nathan, you have three. Daniel, you're catching up. Oh my god. You're uh you're at sixty percent now. Oh. Nathan's dropped to sixty two. You guys are like right there. Oh, I'm ten percent is... ahead of Nathan, so it's just uh So you're seventy two? Yeah. The number of this episode? That is correct. Whoa. <laughs> Somebody play some meaningful music. Wait, that's not it. <laughs> The intern is a lying sack of shit. Uh, he is cheating in his archive update and giving himself victories that he does not deserve. And Do you actually disagree with any of the decisions I made on this episode? Not this one, the previous ones. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, don't, hey, fuck you. Don't put, yeah. me, don't put this me on one's the pretty accurate. You're you're handling it like a gentleman. Yeah. The Internet Archive update brought to you by Fuckface and his <laughs> fucked up face. My brought face has by... been fucked by you. Brought to you by Fuckface. <laughs> put it in their face and fuck it. <laughs> <sighs> well, yeah. It was, a, it was a joy having you here tonight, gentlemen. Uh, do you have anything you'd like to add before we sign off and wish each other a merry Christmas? I don't think so. I already talked about office Christmas party and. I think that's all I've seen lately. Hmm. Uh, I guess we could take a few shots at Rogue One quickly. But Rogue One, a terrorist story. Have you seen it? Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I have not. <laughs> I'll just say that I don't. Uh, the only thing I want to say is it. It's it's pretty decent. It just why did you CGI someone who has been dead for twenty two years? It doesn't make any sense. Just the good guys are pretty bad. It ruins the ability for the movie to stand the test of time. From a special effects standpoint, it's an awful decision and it ruins the experience for me. But whatever. Uh, that's the consensus I've heard is that eh, not bad, but wildly unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of where it's going to be going here. Disney's just going to. But that lightsaber, it sure world. whips around. It's episode 3.99, as I have heard. Yeah. Oh, it leads right into. Yeah. Like within a week, right? Yeah. No, it, oh, it connects right to, to the, the scene. Moment. It yeah. goes right into. Episode four. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the CGI character. The young Princess Leia CGI. It's just fucking. No. Have you seen her? Look her up because she looks like that. Dude, can you not see that it's fake? That it looks fake? If you can't see that. The other guy is the worst one. No. If if you can't see that. If you can't see that it was smarter to just do a silhouette from behind and just have her like turn her head and not show a full frontal. I. Yeah. If if you're going to argue that it should be in the movie, then we're going to have to stop being friends. No, well, they should have done that. But have you actually seen a picture of that girl? I Of what girl? Carrie Fisher the when she's young? girl that plays her? Not Carrie Fisher, no. Oh, God, dude. Go to IMDb and look yeah. it up. No, it look it's it's been CGI'd. It's been morphed. Why are no, you doing her real this? face looks her like... real face CGI looks like Carrie Fisher. Oh, God. I can't believe this is happening. You're telling me that it's a real person? I have no idea. You fuck off. <laughs> Both of you. Dale's just trying to jump in. <laughs> no, it's a real face. Are you? They they did do touch ups, but they did more with the other guy. Oh, okay. Well, 
So you think that it's fine? I think the other thing is shocking. I don't know his name. Are you Peter Cushing? Do you think it's fine? Yeah. Do you think it's good? Well, I think that they should have just done it from behind, and that would have been better. Okay, so we agree. Always the answer. Just do it from behind. (laughs) (laughs) Push that shit back in. And with your fingers, use your fingers. (laughs) Okay. In the mouth. All right, ladies. We're gonna Hellraiser this. (laughs) Hey, here, here's where you start. Okay, you go www dot right and then you go sad sack studios and you go dot com and when you go there you find out a magical world full of podcasts where you get to embrace many different genres and many different ideas and themes and things and uh, i'm sure one day we'll we'll even do a political podcast and daniel will go on angry tirades and and possibly hurt someone <laughs> yeah politocle yeah po- well it's it was talked about but i don't know if it'll ever come to fruition it might make him too uh angry my head might explode yeah it's possible <laughs> i would i would like to do it where you just like explain to me something that i don't understand and i could just be really difficult <laughs> <laughs> just get frustrated yeah yeah uh our website is you know trailerbrightpodcast.com for this specific podcast and uh yeah we're gonna throw up the ultimate list and we're gonna wish everybody a merry christmas and if you want to follow us on twitter at t park podcast for me at 100 lunatics for daniel at the intern tpp and I don't think there's much else to say, gentlemen, other than uh, Merry Ho Ho. Merry Ho Ho. Yep. Ho Ho. Have yourself a that Merry, merry. Christmas. Mm.